one. Yes, sir. Destiny, we got to stretch. We got to stretch before this one. Welcome to another episode. <laughs> Wait, what you, what you do? She made an S, I think. What, I what was that? It looked like an Egyptian. <laughs> she made a... She, a we'll, I don't know what we'll call that, but we'll, we'll keep it. And... This is your dramatic host, the Trey Nice. That's a nice one. And I'm sitting next to my wonderful, wonderful co-star, co-host. Hey, Jimmy, where you going? Jimmy, the goats. What's happening, bro? What's good? How you feeling, man? What you drinking over there? Man, they got a classic 99 cent Arizona. Mm-hmm. What flavor? The mucho mango. The what? Mucho mango. <laughs> that, hey, bro, that's what it is. It's classic. Why'd you pick that one? That's all they had. <laughs> <laughs> didn't, they, didn't they actually go up on these? Nice. I heard that they went up on prices. If they did, they tried. And <laughs> they don't say 99 cents anymore. It's like a dollar something on the other cans. It says a dollar now? Yeah. Look, look, look at what inflation That's crazy, right? First of all, first of all. <laughs> wait, that's why I draw the line. Like, what the hell? That's what I said. I said, whoa. That's so how much you so you don't know how much you spent on it? That's I swear I looked at the tag, it said 99 cents. I got it from CV. I don't see no tag on there, dog. I mean, like the tag that's visible when you pick it up. Right, right. Go ahead and <laughs> go ahead and introduce <laughs> But it's okay because we got somebody special in here. I mean her work speaks for itself. Her panties were so good when I looked at it, I thought it was the real person. I swear to God. She's also really dope at tattoos. She has a big art show coming September 9th. I'm talking about the one and only. The Megalodon. Destiny is here. What's happening? What's up? What's I, up? You know, it's in with the first thing we asked you about whenever you sat down was was the piercing. Mm-hmm. Like like in your face, right? Right. And Don't just, say it like that. What? <laughs> <laughs> the piercing in your face. Well, I mean, I, where, where's, where, where would you consider that? That's like upper cheekbone. That's like saying? lower... Mm-hmm. Lower eye, upper cheekbone, lower eye. Yeah, it could be both. Yeah, yeah, but you were saying you don't have like a like a what's it called a low pain tolerance, so it's like that didn't hurt at all. It not from what I remember, it didn't hurt. How long ago did you get it? A while ago. Word. A while ago. See, when I got my ears pierced, I was like, "Oh, this is tough, this is tough." But the with the lady, whenever she shot it at Claire's, like she she kind of like. It kind of got stuck. It was uh, overall a bad experience, and boy, I almost lost his ear. Dog, it was rough, bro. I was, like, and, and when she did it, she pushed the earring because you know when you get an earring, like you can't remove the back or you like your skin will close. So when she pressed it in and she did whatever she did, it was pressed too far onto my ear, and like for three days, like it was like excruciating pain because oh, I couldn't like. It was too tight. It was terrible. Oh no! Terrible. They yeah, need to fire her. Yeah, they. Definitely. If you, whoever you are, Parks Mall 2015, around July and Claire's, report fired. her. I hope she's fired. Fired. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. That is crazy. But Destiny, that's, you, you do a lot of dope things, man. I've been tapped into you. I've been following you for, I think, about like two years now. Two or three years I've been following you. Been, I've been real tapped in uh, with you. So, like, tell me about your upbringing. Were, like, were you always, like, into art and everything that you're doing now? Like, how was your upbringing? Yeah, so I've always done art. I just never was, like, tapped into it how I am now. Hmm. So I've always been artistic. I've always been a person that was, like, kind of weird, always did some creative stuff, but never really, like, crazy utilized it. Mm. My mom always seen it in me, though. So she would always try to, like, unintentionally put me into things that made me have to use my creativity. Right. Yeah. So, like, were you you drawing growing up or was you painting? I would draw. I would paint. I would do clay. Like, every type of media, media, I would really do. Hmm. My mom actually bought me my first tattoo gun. And I was only, like, I was a sophomore. In and high school? Me, mm-hmm. She had me tattoo some weird people <laughs> that didn't care. that they. <laughs> How did they look, though? Uh, the tattoos. Oh. oh. Oh, the people, too. I mean, if you want. Oh, okay. The people look like, I don't know. They didn't. It wasn't. It wasn't it, but. Hey, yeah. <laughs> right. Um, the tattoos look like the person. Okay. Yeah. Who's gonna say that? Yeah. I was young. I didn't know what I was doing. Right. Right. Where'd you grow up? So I'm from. Well, I'm from New Mexico. I grew up in. I kind of moved all over New Mexico. So Mm. I grew up in Belen. Belen's like a super small town, really isolated. Um, I mainly grew up in Belen though, and then I moved to Las Lunas, Mm. and that's like a little bigger city. 
Mm-hmm. And then I moved to Albuquerque, which is like the bigger city in New Mexico. Most people know about Albuquerque. Right. Mm-hmm. Ain't that the, like the capital? Mm-mm. The capital of Santa Fe. That's an air ball. <laughs> That's an air ball. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, was, you was confident in it, too. I was. So when did you make the move to Texas? Um, I've been out here for four years. Uh, I moved out here, yeah, like four years ago in July. Hmm. What was the big difference between Texas and New Mexico that you saw? Everything. Word. Literally. Like, New Mexico is so sheltered. There's a, a lot of homeless people, a lot of people that are selling drugs, doing drugs, gang type of stuff. Um, mm. There's really no opportunity out there. Mm. Um, another difference is, too, there's mountains. It's really beautiful, really scenic in New Mexico. Mm. But as far as opportunities and things for millennials to do, or just people in general to do, there's really not much there. Right. Yeah, it's really poor. It's like poor. So what did you do, like, to, I don't know, keep yourself busy or... Other than art, or like, wait, what's to do in so, Mexico? I guess other than like embrace nature. Um, well, me, I always just always did stuff. So, like, I would, uh, I would network. First off, I would just have my sister taking photos of me, and I would just do like modeling stuff. So then I would like network with people that were in like the modeling thing, yeah. or like just industry and stuff. And then I networked with a lot of people on base, like in the military. And all of those people were from different places. So they always had like different drives. They were always doing something different. So like one thing that I would do is I would actually do promo back home. Mm. Um, so me and like a group of people would run out venues, host events, flip the money, do the same type of stuff again. Mm. But so, I always did a lot. So you stayed out. on the base. I didn't stay on base. I lived gotcha. right by base. I used to work on base though. Mm. I used to be a teacher. You used to be a teacher. What'd you teach? Well, I was like, it was like preschool. So it was almost like daycare stuff because there wasn't really anything we would teach because kids that young would learn through play right yeah so it wasn't like anything specific we would kind of target our curriculum around whatever that kids need was mm. so it would be like finger painting and yeah Play-Doh and whatever the case is if they needed help on communication do stuff with that do you miss it at all new mexico no teaching mm. yeah i mean it's cool but no yeah no. <laughs> so how'd you end up like in Texas though? It's so crazy. I don't even know how. But mm. my whole this was my logic when before I moved. So I came out here once before I moved. And I came out here with one of my friends and we like turned up out here. And I was like, yo, it's dope out there. I knew one person that stayed or that was from here. Mm. Um after I visited out here and after I was talking to like that one person, me and him were cool. I was like, you know what? I just want better for myself. A lot of the people that were in my promo team ended up passing away. And a oh, lot I'm of them were from like out of state and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't really relate to everybody else that was in New Mexico because their whole mindset was just different from mine. Mm-hmm. So like after most of the people that kind of like passed away or some of them even started doing drugs and got like crazy hooked on drugs, like changed completely. Wow. So after all of like that happened, I was like, you know what? I want different. And my, my whole logic was like, um, Texas is bigger. There has to be more opportunity. Right. And it's not that far from New Mexico. And if I ever had to fly any other state, it's in the middle of the the, the states. So mm-hmm. I don't think it would be that bad. Right. So that's literally what happened. I, and based off that logic where I was like, Texas is bigger. There has to be more to do there. I reached out to the one person that I knew out here and I was like, hey, do you know if there's any places hiring? Mm. He sent me the place that he used to work at. I applied. And they asked me to go in for an interview like that following week. So I moved out here within like a week. It oh, was, wow. Yeah, it was weird. It felt fake. Wow. And you, you've been out here ever since. hmm Man. Yep. Some, some things just, when, when things work out like that, that's how you know you were destined to, like, to be here. You know what I'm saying? Like. Yeah. And um, so with you, so with you, you know, being in art, and you say your mom, like, pushing you and pushing you to do it, when did it actually become, like, I, I guess, like, a business for you? Like, when, when did that start developing? Uh, when COVID happened. So, okay. Yeah. So I had got right before COVID, really actually a little bit before COVID, um, I had gotten into a car wreck and my car was totaled. I lost my job. And because I lost my job, um, I really didn't even have nowhere to stay, but I was staying with one of my friends. Mm-hmm. And I was honestly in like a deep type of place. I was broke as hell, lost my job. It was just, yeah, it was just bad. And my friend let me stay with her for a while. 
But she was like, okay, Des, like, you need to start paying something. You need to do something, blah, 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 blah. So instead of me paying her because I couldn't really maneuver and I didn't really have nobody out here. And even just where I was mentally, I couldn't really, like, I didn't have motivation to even, like, get on a bus or, like, really grind. So she was like, instead of, you know, you just not doing anything, uh, instead of paying rent, like, you could paint a mural in my house. So, Mm. yeah. So I ended up, like, painting a little mural for her, and it took me forever. She actually kicked me out because I didn't even finish it. <laughs> Wait, yeah. Yeah. I thought the story would have a good yeah. ending. <laughs> no, and it, and it was actually good because, okay. like, if she would have let me stay and me not really do anything, then it was just hindering me because I hadn't, you know, she was really helping me, but it was, like, helping me but hurting me at the same time because it was, like, enabling me. Mm. But um, I had started a mural and didn't finish it fully how she wanted to, so she had to kick me out and stuff like that. But after that... After I had did the mural and I was posting it and um, just doing little paintings and little art here and there, people on my Instagram started seeing it. And before I even was staying with her, I kind of grew an audience out here and was networking a lot. Mm -hmm. So those people started seeing it and they were like inquiring about art and stuff like that. So it kind of like picked up like that. And then COVID happened Mm -hmm. and I didn't have a car still and all of that stuff happened. So there's a few people that had contacted me to get uh, paintings. I charged them super cheap, Mm. but I kept posting it because, you know, that kind of gave me motivation and I didn't have a car. So I just kept doing art and posting it and posting it and promoting it. And then more people would hit me up want art and it just kind of flew from there. Right. Right. And then it just literally just grew bigger fan base and whatnot. How big, how big was social media for you? Like at that time, it was huge. Social media has always been big. I've always had a following on social media. Mm. Mm-hmm. So all you do now is art, like well, art modeling, but mostly like art was your main job after like cope was well, coping and everything. Mm-hmm. Mainly it was art. Okay, that's dope. I made a lot of money off art too. Do you remember your first like drawing, like you ever just sold or painting? Mm-mm. I don't remember. That. Oh, it's <laughs> yeah. I've I've done so much commissions. Mm. Yeah. yeah. What are some of the challenges that people may not see that that comes into running like an art business? Um, I feel like I feel like there's really not too many challenges. I think it's just mm. staying focused. I think that could be one, and also too, just like isolating yourself. Well, mm. for me, that's the only thing. Like for other people, that might not be hard, uh, but for me, I'm kind of a social person, so I kind of get distracted, or I know a lot of people, and I do a lot of different things just outside of art. Mm. So for me, it could be like distractions and just sitting there and just like creating and painting right mm-hmm. so besides what is, that what does your day-to-day look like like typically like, probably some people got like nine to fives or you know you're, so, a, you're a full-time entrepreneur though well so i actually have a job too oh. mm-hmm. <laughs> so so wednesday thursday friday i work at a gym and mm, okay. i try to implement fitness into my life because it's important so like for me getting back into fitness and stuff like that that kind of keeps me accountable and then it, mm. it allows me to be around like-minded people who are determined and disciplined and stuff like that. So I work at the gym Monday, Wednesday, or Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, but besides the gym, typically what I'm doing is I'm doing some type of art. I try to do some type of art. Um, I'm networking or hanging out with some type of entrepreneur, somebody who's who's going to benefit me and my business, mm-hmm. like indirectly or directly. Mm-hmm. And um, fitness, I mean, I implement that just regardless. I try to work out like okay. at least five times a day or five times a week. I was like five <laughs> times a day, <laughs> you know? five times a week. I try to work out five times a week just to really actually get that in. Mm-hmm. And then, what else? Do you do you like working at the gym? I actually, I mean, I do. It's not it's not that bad. I Everything to- that I do, I I like. I wouldn't do it if I didn't like it, you know? I used to work at the gym. I was a supervisor. At, remember, I used to work at the gym yeah. on campus. I was a supervisor. Like, I had a little walkie-talkie, you know what I'm saying? And I, I guess in college it was just different because everybody just, like, felt like they had to prove something to everybody in college. So it was just like, you know, the dudes playing at the the wreck at the gym, and it was just, I don't know. I But I enjoyed it for, for the community, like the people who walk in, like you meet a lot of great people mm-hmm. like working at the gym. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I like it. It's not bad. I mean, I don't want to do it forever. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not bad either. So if you so if you could do anything forever, would it be like what you're doing now with art? If that if that was like your sole job? Like, no, nah, I don't think just art. 
Okay. Like what I do is really what I like to do. I wouldn't want to work for somebody else, mm-hmm. but I would honestly, if I could do something forever, it would just be just me doing the stuff I like to do, which would be like, or like YouTuber, you know, something along that type of line. Right. Yeah. Right. So, and also you, you are in the tattoos and you've, you've been doing that a lot. I was leaving. <laughs> uh, and, and you, um, I actually really good at tattoos. I Lala just showed me one that she had, you know, on her neck that you, that, that, um, that you're working on actually. And so how have you seen a growth in that? Like, how's the growth been? Like, you know, finding different, because I saw you promote that you're looking for models, like tattoo models and everything like that. How's that been for you? The growth uh, in tattooing? Yeah. Yeah. Out here, like in the city. Um, honestly, not too great just because I haven't like promoted it a lot, a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and the only reason why I haven't really promoted it is because I haven't been able to do the apprenticeship like I would like. Mm. Um, yeah, it's, there's not too, too much growth in it. Right. I, I need to go to, up to the tattoo shop that I'm doing the apprenticeship at so that way I could actually learn more and like be more consistent at it. And I feel like once I'm more consistent and posting more mm. and doing more tattoos in general, there'll be way more growth. But, I mean, I've learned kind of a lot. Yeah. Not that that much, but kind of a lot. Is there a lot of politics like in that in that space? I don't think so. I haven't experienced it, at least. Right. Yeah, and I, but I haven't been doing it that long. Mm-hmm. I feel like finding a good tattoo artist is like finding a good barber. Mm-hmm. Yeah, once you find one, you kind of just like you, you kind of just, just go to that one. You just yeah, you just stick you just stick with them. Like I, he did great about me, so yeah. Uh, but what was the question I was going to ask? Has your art ever been like in an art gallery or anything like that on display? It hasn't yet. Mm. Is that something like a goal for you? Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. I feel like that would be cool. And when did uh, art start becoming, like, fashionable? Like, when you started doing it on denim? And I saw it on your page. Like, you do, like, denim clothing and different type of art designs on that. Um, That actually happened quick. I had one girl, even two when I had just started, like, during the COVID time. Mm-hmm. That was probably one of my first pieces. A girl had reached out to me, and she wore in a boondocks on a jean jacket. Okay. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. so that happened. It actually happened quick. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. I saw that one of your reels. I was like, okay, that's dope. Like, just like seeing your art displayed in different ways is that's crazy. Mm-hmm. What's one way that you would like your art displayed that you haven't tapped into yet? What's one way I would like it displayed? Mm-hmm. Maybe barber. I feel like that'd mm. be cool. Do some, yeah. I always wanted to do. I wanted to cut hair too. Because it's like another canvas at the end of the day. It is. I haven't tapped into it yet. I did one head and the guy was like halfway bald. So. Oh, gotcha. So it wasn't really like that. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Actually, shout out to Paparon. DJ Paparon. Shout out to Paparon, man. Yeah. (laughs) But he was like, his hair was growing back. Yeah. So I cut it. And he's bald anyway. So I'm just playing with his hair. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Shout out to uh, JB too because um, I was doing it at his shop. Man. So like what. So one day were you just like, hmm, I just want to try it. And then like, <laughs> yeah, literally. So, so you're somebody who seems like very driven. Like you're like, I want to do something like, okay, let me just do it. Have you always been that way? Like your whole life? Mm-hmm. I've always been like that. And I got that from my mom. Mm. My mom told me when I was really, really, really young. Like if you want to do something, do it. You could do everything and you could do anything. And, mm. and it stuck with me. I don't right. know if like there, I think sometimes it was, it's bad. It could have been bad because I literally took it literal. Like I could do anything and everything, hmm. and I know I can. So, so there's people, there's people who 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 succeed, and you know they they go through you know a lot of winnings. But how do you feel about like trying new things and actually like you know because some people fail at different things, but they learn from it, right? Mm-hmm. How do you feel about failures and like you know how how does that affect you? It doesn't affect me. I learn from it, and mm-hmm. I, I always tell people I want to fail fast, so I do. I I take risks quick. Mm. Like not crazy risks where it's gonna like alter my life, you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, I ain't trying to take a risk like that. But, right. But if I could try something new, and even if I don't know nothing about it, fail at it, or you know, yeah, fail at it, I could learn from it quick, and then I could just implement and really analyze and see what I could do differently, and mm. just move from there. Do you do you have like a great failure that like just switched everything for you? That you could remember, like, damn, I'm glad this actually failed for me because now I got it got me to where I am now. Um, I think honestly, 
while moving out here, if you could, I mean, I went through a lot of stuff when I moved out here. Mm. Um, so I guess just that in general, I learned a lot, a lot about myself. What are some things about, you learn about myself? Mm-hmm. Um, I have a lot of perseverance. I could, I'm determined. Um, mainly those. I don't know. <laughs> well, I'm trying to think. Yeah, but there's a lot. Right, and do you see yourself staying like? In Dallas, like for the long run, or do you see yourself moving anywhere else? Um, somebody else asked me this question the other day too. Mm. Right now, I think I'm I could see myself here because I really want to like stamp on Dallas. I feel like there's not too too many people that do too much mm-hmm. that a lot of people like really mess with. Mm-hmm. So I want to like make myself really known out here, and then probably travel and mm. maybe move. I like Atlanta. I like Cali. I love Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I like Atlanta. Atlanta with me. Shout out to the A. <laughs> Why do you like Atlanta? Just because just cause there's so much to do out there. And I know a lot of people. A lot of mm. people that really do sh- out there. Mm-hmm. You know? And they mess with me. So it's like an easy, easy place to network and just do. Well, I guess have opportunity. Right. Do you have a favorite artist that you kind of like, maybe like, I don't know, not maybe look up to or like they, they, they're, he or she is dope? Trying to think. I can't think of one off the top of my head. Hmm. Uh, this is a general question. Maybe somebody, you know, if you got into the game, you're like, oh, yeah, I, I follow their line of work or whatever. Oh, like Chris Brown. I mean, I feel like he's Word. somebody that's kind of idolized a lot. But, I mean, he does a lot of the stuff I do. Okay. So he does mm-hmm. art and stuff like that. And then his just art artistry in general. Yeah. Dope. Yeah, so him, I could look up to him a lot. Would you ever do, like, graffiti? Or, like, paint, paint? No. Yeah, I would. Yeah, mm-hmm. I just saw like that's one piece of art. Like you do, like I saw you did digital art, the little dot art, which is that's crazy as hell. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's, that sounds like very time consuming and being patient. But I'm sorry. No, I was just asking, like, would you ever do like like graffiti or street? Yeah, street or art? Air, like airbrush or yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I was actually supposed to connect with um. Uh, I I think he's one of the best like spray painter artists out here, hmm. and I can't I forget how to say his name. So if he watches this, I'm so sorry. But it's it's either Pocha Valley or Poncha Valley. Okay. I don't know if there's an N in it, but he does a lot of work out here in Dallas. I've been supposed to connect with him. He's been wanting to network and just collab on something forever. And I, yeah. I don't know why we just haven't. I always just would be doing something whenever he would reach out to me. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's definitely something I want to tap into. Like a crazy like Dallas mural or something like that. Mm-hmm. Be crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, I would be so fire, bro. Like thinking about it now and like, and you mentioned Chris Brown because like you said, just everything when it comes to art, like that man is good at. It's, it's hard for you to find something that Chris Brown is not good at. But like whenever, like I think it was he's like spray painting like the side of his house or something. It was just mm-hmm. like it was literally like an art mural. Like it was like, damn, this is crazy. Like that dude is insane. Mm-hmm. So talk talk to me about your um your art show coming up. What was the vision for that and like what inspired that? So shout out to Lala. Shout out to Lala, yeah, man. Yeah, shout out to Lala because me and her connected at Don P Agency. Mm-hmm. Um, if y'all don't know what place that is, it's a little creative place for all type of creatives, videographers, photographers, et cetera, et cetera. Me and her connected there, and I just told her what I did. And after that, she's like, okay, we're doing an art show. And I'm like, all right, <laughs> okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. But um, basically more to the story is, I mean, she's the one who really got the most inspiration from it. And mm-hmm. I think she got inspired just by me doing art and I just mm. never did one. And then she seen like the type of influence and the people that I know out here. And she just ran with it and was like, okay, we're going to do it. It's a crazy thing because we were actually supposed to do it last month. Mm. We're delayed. It. I was moving and I don't know what else. Some, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. exactly life. Right. right. <laughs> life. life. We don't, yeah. Mm-hmm. Life. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it was really her to be honest. She was the one who really was like pushing me to do it. Shout out to her. Yeah, shout, shout out to Lala. Her. So what are She's some of your great. goals that you want to see like from the show? Like Um, I mean, I feel like just being able to show people the different type of expression that you could express through art. Mm. Um, just bring more awareness around art. Because I feel like everything is art. Mm. Mm-hmm. So and I have a lot of pe- a lot of friends and a lot of people in general um that I feel like could express that more. Mm. Are they gonna just express able, themselves? Are they more. gonna be like participating in the art show or is it just 
So, so I'm gonna do a live painting at the art show. That's hard. And I was talking to Lala and telling her that I want the piece that I, I'm gonna do to be interactive. And I feel like that'd be a great way to like have people there engage a little mm. bit more and it be a little bit more intimate and have something else fun to do. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm gonna have people actually participate and just have, I don't know exactly what I'm gonna paint or what yeah. I'm gonna have them do, but yeah. Okay. Have you seen them things where it's like, I haven't seen it on TikTok recently about people like who paint, but they paint like the wedding live. You ever seen like people paint like the bride and groom like at a wedding, but they're doing it live. And then at the end of the wedding, like the painting is finished and they show the bride and groom. Have you seen that? Mm-mm. I'm about to show you a video. It's like insane. So basically it's somebody like before the wedding starts, like the actual ceremony, there's somebody like with the canvas and they, you know, and all the paint brushes and everything. And while the uh, bride and groom are getting married, they're literally just painting like detail and like some of the results are like insane. Like it looks so real. Mm. Yeah. I'm actually, yeah. So, um, the art show. So personally, I've never been to an art show. So it's like, I'm really excited to like go, honestly, really excited to go check it out. And it's like, see, I, I, I guess like see the different forms of expression, you know what I'm saying? That everybody like has there. So I, I've, I've been a different, I've been to like different, like, Kicks one on one, you know, different like shoe conventions or maybe like a tattoo convention, mm-hmm. but nothing just like straight like art. So I feel like, you know, I feel like that's something that's going to be really like good and yeah. fire. Yeah, I feel like it's going to be dope too. And it's something that I actually want to do like pretty often. Mm. So, and I have it big out here in Dallas. So, do you want it? You thinking about annually, like once a year? Yeah, like either annually or maybe twice a year. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Gives like because because it gives kind, in some like anticipation. Like. Right, exactly. But the people that are gonna be there are dope. You know, yeah. So it's gonna be like everybody want to go. Man, so what have been some of the challenges so far with putting together an event like this? Mm, I don't think there's really been too many challenges. There really hasn't been too too much challenges. Lala's great and doing a lot of that stuff. Mm. She does a lot of it. <laughs> Right. I'm like, I'm just there. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, honestly, there really hasn't been too much challenges, though. Hmm. I'm excited for it, honestly. I'm excited for it. And we, we, t- we touched earlier on uh, <laughs> fitness and, you know, you, fitness is being like a part of your life. Mm-hmm. Right. So where, where did that come from? Because somebody like me who hates going to the gym, right? Where can I find like some inspiration to like want to go and every I mean, I'll still go. I'm not going to enjoy it, but I'll still <laughs> go. Right. So where, where do you find your inspiration? Like, and where did the love for fitness come from? Honestly, I've always been an athlete or athletic. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like the most inspiration right now is because I gained weight. So I'm like, Ugh, I need to go. Mm-hmm. But I also to surround, surround myself around people who do either what I want to do or do what I like to do. So mm. I've always liked to be active. Like it's just been fun for me. Yeah. Forever. I see I oh. see the water check ins. Yeah. That's so is it a gallon a day that y'all that you all mm-hmm. are doing? Mm-hmm. Sheesh. Can't do it. <laughs> I have a half a gallon thing with the timers on it. Like I do that, but a gallon, I feel like I think I tried, but I I couldn't do it for a month straight. Yeah, I mean it's kinda hard to be like totally consistent, but mm. I mean as long as you, I feel like, you know, you get it in even two, like, twice a week or whatever the case I thought you mean, like, two gallons a day. I was like, two gallons? Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> I think, honestly, if you drink too much water, it's bad for you. Yeah. I heard that it's actually bad you, for you. You can drown yourself. Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. <laughs> you can. You said drown yourself. I was like, oh. You can, bro. Too much water intake, you can. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. So, so for me, what what advice, if you have any for me, what, what how, how would somebody who let's say may not be super into fitness like myself. I need some advice to like basically get me motivated. What, what is there anything that you could give me? Just like, I mean, how long are you trying to live? Damn. Damn. Well, well, <laughs> keep heating up. Go tomorrow. <laughs> Start tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Start I mean, tomorrow. How long are you trying to live? I'm trying to live a long time. Okay. There you go. You got to make some changes. You got to do something because health is wealth at the end of the day. Like, like I mean, I, I go to Mayweather Boxing Gym. So, like, I, I go, right? But, you know, people get excited. Like, oh, I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to just clear my mind. I don't get that. I feel like it's one people who you might be around that are doing it with you. Mm-hmm. 
because I get a lot of motivation from my friends because they are just hype. Like mm. the people that do fitness that I'm around just love it. Mm. And they do a bunch of different type of forms. Like one of my friends does yoga. The other one goes hiking and mm. faithfully goes hiking. And the other one faithfully goes to yoga. Another one is a boxer or et cetera, et cetera. So mm-hmm. it's like, it makes it fun. It makes you like kind of interesting. Yeah. Because their excitement, you know, kind of like rubs off on me a little bit. Hmm. Your arm sore? Yeah, I worked out yesterday. Hey, what'd you do? See, Just. look, Jimmy, get your boy right. First of all, I was in the hospital all day Sunday. That's a fact. Uh, my lie. I was in the hospital all day Sunday. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just playing. No, I was in the hospital. Like for real, for real. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, you're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. Chest pains. You know what I'm saying? That's really why I'm been. Okay. Yeah, but I got, I got, I got like some. It's just acid reflux. So, you know what I mean. I, I was, I was addicted to Red Bulls at one point. You can tell you. Tums. Like a lot of Red Bulls. Like I was drinking like five or six a day. Tums. Just like and. Tums. What's Tums? Isn't that help with acid reflux? I, I don't know. I don't know what they prescribe me. I can look at that. Um, whatever. No, it's, it's like, like it, the, little I, I, the little thingies. The candies. The candy. Yeah. Oh yeah, no. Tums. I, I, I literally. I was like, yo, why my chest hurt? So I just went to Tums. the... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that should be a drop. Imagine, Whenever I, I say even, anything, just Tums. I don't, even, I don't even know if Tums is actually even for that. <laughs> yo. I, I hope it is. Like, watch me something for, like, constipation. It's like something completely opposite I know. Of, of, of what it is, right? Like, but everything everything you got going, like, I'm actually really, really excited for. Like, I just, I just really seen, like, the growth and everything and, like, I, I think I think honestly, because I remember I asked you that question about like what are some challenges about being like an artist like in the city. I think I was thinking about some things of, like some people like, hey, I want you to make something for me, and then you're like, okay, well, like what do, you, what do you want me to make or what do you want me to do for you? And then it's like no response, and it's just like, and then like a month later, they're like, hey, I want you to make something. Then I just feel like, I feel like you would oh, get that. Honestly, even too, I mean, I do get that, and I feel like that comes with any business because people are gonna ask, like mm-hmm. people are gonna want something, but mm-hmm. not everybody's gonna pay. It. Mm. It's it's super annoying. It really is super annoying. But at the same time, it's not a challenge because at the end of the day, it's like, eh. so how I got you... so much other stuff going on. It doesn't really bother me. Right. To be completely honest, like it really don't. It's great when I do get commissions. So yeah. If you want to buy an art piece, hey. Facts. What is your favorite form of art out of like all the ones? You yeah, I was just gonna ask that. That's a great question. No. Like, um, uh, uh, dyed like, art, digital art, sketching. I think painting right now. Just painting. Yeah. Mm. But I also really like the, the dotted. Like the dotted work is dope. How long does that take? It don't take long at all. It don't? It at all at all. And it's cool because if you mess up on it, you just put a dot around it or like two dots <laughs> around it and you can't even tell. Literally. Word. Yeah. So it's cool. Hmm. Did it, you know the line is literally a dot just dragged? So it's like. It is. So the same stuff that you do with like a pencil and stuff like that, it's the same type of technique, but it's just dotted. So if you need, you know, like super emphasis on an area that has shadow, you just put more dots to closer together and it's like a line. See, I, I, I just I, I just don't know. Like, see, I think for me, I'm such an impatient person. So I just be like, I'd probably get like through a little bit of them, like, ugh. My hand hurt, like you know what I'm saying, like. Um, but that's that's interesting. Have you ever seen like the people do like the tattoos like that? Like mm-hmm. the, I feel like that would hurt. Yeah, you can do tattoos like dot tattoo, like somebody stabbing you. Or yeah, I did a dotted tattoo before. Um, my, well, my tattoo artist's knee. On his knee. On his knee. I know that shit. How long does that take? Like for a tattoo, is like that took kind of a while. Yo, because it's like you're, because you know a needle is quick, like with the, with the tattoo gun, like that's quick. So actually, like doing it, I feel like would hurt way more. I feel like with the needle, you can go across, you can make a line like fairly, you know, what I'm saying quick, depending on how good your line work is. Right. But with a dot, you just like. But honestly, even with like tattooing, the needle is not supposed to go deep in the skin. Mm. It's really not at all, <laughs> like at all at all. Have you ever like? Okay, have you ever messed up on a tattoo? Mm-hmm. So how, what do you what do you say like when you you be like oh shit like like in the middle nope, of it? I act like I just did it perfect. <laughs> Wait, so like, but also too people know that I'm just starting out. So either yeah. way, like regardless, I feel like with tattooing, 
mainly when you're first starting out, you kind of have to have a level of not giving a fuck. Yeah, right. I so mean, like, really, you, honestly, if you mess up, like, say you mess up at the end, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, if you mess up in the middle, I feel like you can still like keep going and maybe fix it later or something like that. But at the end, like, what do you do? Like at the very end, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. like, that's tough. That's tough. I mean, hey, cover up. Right. I don't know. So I honestly, I don't even think about like messing up or anything like that. Mm-hmm. I just go into it like, okay, I'm about to just do much. But right. I don't even really think about like the messing up part. Lala's <laughs> neck tattoo low key was hard to do. But it looks great though. But even that though, it wasn't necessarily like, oh, I think this is gonna be bad. Mm. Or I'm messing up. It's just right. I'm just trying my best at it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> right. And um like with tattoos, it's just so interesting. I mean, I was getting I was getting my it's a it's a different comparison. I was getting my hair cut one time. That's why I asked like what happens like if you do mess up. Because my barber was cutting my hair one time and he was like, Oh shit. I'm like, what? But it would be something on TV, but he would always like say it. So I will always think he's messing up like See, that's like one thing too. I feel like mainly if you're 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 working on somebody, mm-hmm. you probably don't want to ever do. Even when it comes to makeup or anything like that, because now that person is gonna feel whatever you're expressing. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't try to express that at all. Mm. Even if I'm messing up, I'm gonna be like <laughs> <laughs> acting like it's perfectly fine. Right. Like, this is really messed up, though. In the back of my head. Would you ever teach art? Like, mm-hmm. have you ever done it? Like, it's something you want to do? Um, I've done like little lessons with yeah. people, like individually. Um, I would do it. Yeah. I would actually teach it, but I just haven't done it yet. Gotcha. I mean, so you already like had to teach him. Like background, so mm-hmm. and you already know art. That's another bag you get into. Yeah, it's gonna come. I just want to take a step back real quick it's about tattoos. I'm so intrigued now. So like, whenever, whenever you said, like, you know, people know you're starting off. So these are like people who you you reach out to and ask, "Hey, do you want a model for a tattoo?" Right. No, so what? Still paying. Got you, got you. Okay. Oh. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, for for sure, for sure. <laughs> yeah, nothing's free. Nothing's free. So what? So what should a model like expect for somebody like who's new in a tattooing? Like what should they just come in with an open mind on things? Like do they still bring their own tattoos? Like how does it work? What should they expect? I mean, at the end of the day, if the person's new, expect a not great tattoo. Mm-hmm. Because they're new. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, but as far as like tattoo and stuff like that, I typically ask like what they would want. If mm-hmm. it's something that I would want to do, then I do it. If it's not, then I just be like, hey, I don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> or that's that might be too hard for me. Or, you know, give me a few months or whatever the case right. is. But besides that, I mean, I feel like the only thing is they should expect that it for it to either not come out that great or for for them to get a really good tattoo. <laughs> yeah. And so how do you practice though? Like, is it like it was it was some like what I see it was like ink master, it was using like pig skin or something like that. Yeah, there's fake skin. Me personally, I like to experience the real type like I like to experience it as if I'm really doing it. So I'm about to practice on a person. Mm. But I'm gonna just let them know, like, hey, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not all professional at this. Mm. But I think it's great experience to actually do it live. Some people get um, like nervous and stuff like that. But I want to actually get the full experience from it. Mm-hmm. It's, di- I feel like it's different. Like, fake skin's not gonna move. Right. But if you tattooing a person, they might move. Mm-hmm. Or they might jump, or you know, you have to figure out how you would react. And that this just goes back to like feeling fast. Mm. I want to get that experience soon. So that right. way I know what to do moving forward. Right. It's 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 just it's just so interesting. Like just I, I would be so nervous trying to tattoo somebody. Like I don't know what it would turn out like. You know, it's it's interesting. Um we were just talking about art in general. Do you feel like it's something that if you don't do often you lose it? Or do you feel like you always be able to like draw, paint, do tattoos, or do you feel like that's something you always have to practice? I feel like it's in me. Mm. Um I feel like people could get disconnected from it but everything i feel like is art so mm-hmm. it's like kind of revolved around my life either way regardless hmm so is there any other big projects that you know that you want to discuss any big goals that you want to like achieve before this year is over like i know the art show is coming but is there anything besides it that you know that you want to just like tap into and achieve before the year is over because i think how many more months we got like september and about four, three, four more months. So it's like, is there anything that you want to achieve? Um, to be honest, what one of the main things that I really want to do is just do art for myself. Hmm. 
Um, I feel like because I've, I get a lot of commissions, I'm not able to be fully like creative with my art. Um, so that also too, I'm gonna launch some paint kits. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so for me who may not know like what exactly like all comes in a paint kit, like what is, what, what all comes in there? Y'all gonna see. Okay, cool. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, there can be too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take my yeah. idea. But yeah. there's gonna be some kits that I want to do, and this just goes too to like the teaching aspect and stuff like that. Got you. Mm-hmm. And so, like, uh, is in the kit. I'm from. Is in the kit. Like, is this like your own colors that you're putting together, or it's gonna be my own kit that mm. I'm gonna put together. So everything that you you would need to to start painting or to paint something dope is gonna be in there. Okay, bet. Okay, bet. I need that. I need that. I can paint. Um, I don't know where I can paint it here, but I'll, I'll find. I'll find <laughs> somewhere to put something up. Destiny, man. First of all, I want to thank you for coming. It's a Tuesday. It's a Tuesday at eight twenty nine p.m. I do want to thank you for coming through. You know what I'm saying? Showing love and read my favorite part of the show. You know what part of the show this is? Nope. <laughs> this is the nice pick And this is the part of the show Where I'll ask my guests Three random questions And we'll see how they do I think Jimmy's been looking At these questions the whole show So he may know the answers already mm. But Are you ready? These are branches that I found Are all online um, And they're pretty tough Okay So Depending on how you answer the first one We'll see how you can If we can do all three Because They're pretty tough Okay Okay all right, question number one. He's heating up! Okay. A rich man suddenly dies from a paper cut. A day later, two boys come forward and say they are his, they are his long-lost sons. A detective comes forth and asks both of them to draw blood and see. One agreed and one didn't. The one who agreed got arrested for fraud and the one who didn't got denied money. Why? I mean, he got... Start over. Yeah, that's a long question. Yeah, that's too long. That's a long question. That's an air ball. Okay, I got one for you. There's a cabin in the woods. Everybody died. What happened? You already heard this one. You can't answer. I have. (laughs) Wait, say it again. There's a cabin in the woods. Everybody died. What happened? You can ask me questions. This is this is one you can ask me questions, and I'll. There's a cabin in the wood. In the woods, everybody died. What happened? Cabins are made of wood. I don't know what. <laughs> That's an air ball. <laughs> what? There's a cabin in the woods. Everybody died. Why did everybody die? That's the answer you have to figure out. I don't out. know. <laughs> you, so you can ask What's me any yes or no questions. Why did they die? <laughs> I don't. <laughs> okay. You How many me- people were there? There was a lot. There was a lot of people that died. Were they in a car wreck? No. Wait. <laughs> Did they jump off a cliff? Wait. No. I don't know. I don't know why everybody died. What happened, Jimmy? I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> you can ask me any question you want. cabin in the woods. You can ask me anything about the cabin. Did there's one no of them, people did there. Did one of them kill all of them? You said what? Did one of them he, kill all he all says of them? there's a cabin in the woods. There's not people in the woods in the cabin. That's a good question. So you're right. asking. Well, so, so is there even people there? There's people old, there. Is it an old cabin? Are the people old? Did they die because they're old? <laughs> no, they did not die of old age. But people did die. A lot of people died. Was it a homicide? It was not a homicide. No. But you didn't even talk about the people. All there is is a know. cabin. They said everybody died. One of them could have killed everybody and then killed himself. It was no serial killer. They all died at the same time. The world ended. <laughs> That's not a bad what? question. That's not a bad answer. But the world and I, the, the world ended. I mean, you can ask me more questions about the cabin. What is? What is? Is it made of wood? No, it's not made of wood. Mm-mm. Aren't cabins made of wood? Not all of them. Most Mm-mm. of them. Most of them. Yeah. Traditional ones. Um, if it's not made of wood, what is it made of? I can only answer yes or no questions. Alright. <laughs> uh, if it's not made of wood, but it's a cabin in the woods. There's a cabin in the woods. Everybody die. Everybody die. 
Is it everybody? Just everybody? Is his name everybody? No, that's actually a good answer, but no. No, that's a good answer, but that's not it. Uh-uh. That's the best one I'm like. Right. That's the best I can dish out. I don't, I don't know. Hit me. I don't know what it is. Dude. They all died at the same time. They all died. There's a cabin. Yes. In the woods. Yes. Everybody died. Everybody is cabin died. a name? You said what? Is cabin a name? Is cabin the name? Yeah. Name of what? I don't know. Somebody's. <laughs> well, I don't know. Is this, why is this a. I'll give y'all one more question. Y'all can ask I'm me one more question. Um, y'all gonna be mad at this answer. I'm, I'm, you're gonna be really mad at this answer. I already hate it. In the woods. <laughs> I already hate it. <laughs> Everybody time, died. What time of day is it? That don't matter. But. Okay, that Shit, I don't know. Like, they all died at the same they time. They all died at the exact same time. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. First of all, it was a plane crash. Another word for plane is cabin. It was a plane crash, meaning y'all didn't get that one. That's an airball. It's okay. It's okay. You know, you know, I would have never thought. I know. I know. It sucks, right? That's something that nobody ever would have (laughs) thought. Some people got it right. I'm not going to lie. I asked this question last season, and he obviously was high because he doesn't remember. But okay. So one more. I'll give you one more because that first one was crazy. Okay. The very first one was long. Can you make it a good one? Yeah. (laughs) That wasn't a good one? No. (laughs) (laughs) You struck out in the first one, and the second one was shaky. See, dry. No, the second one was shaky because, okay, I'll give y'all one. Jimmy, quit looking, dog. (laughs) There's a blackout in the city, and a group of killers kidnap you and throw you into a room. There's, okay. A blackout in the city. Okay. Blackout in the city, a group of killers throw you into a room. All right. There's one, there's a room full of uh, cement that will crush you. Cement. Cement that will crush you. There's a room full of chainsaws that will cut you into pieces, and there's a room with a professional killer. Which room is the safest? Cement, chainsaws, and a professional killer. Uh, you want me to repeat the question? I can repeat the question. The room that the people threw you in. That's the safest one. You did say somebody threw us in the room. So you know what? That's how the question. No, no lie. That's how the question was written. But now I'm looking at it. The answer doesn't make sense for that question. But okay, you have a choice between three rooms. Is how it should be written out. You have a choice between they kidnapped you and they're gonna throw you in three rooms. You have a choice between three rooms. But there's a blackout in the city. A group of killers kidnap you. Kidnap you, and they're about to throw you into a room. There's a choice of three rooms. One, a room full of cement that will crush you. Two, a room full of chainsaws that will cut you into pieces. And three, a room with a professional killer. Which room is the safest? I mean, just because I'm in a room with a professional killer, don't mean he got to kill me. Like, Okay. You know, I feel like, you know, hey, look, there's a door on the other end, he in the middle, and it's going to go over there, go around. So that's, <laughs> so that's your answer? Professional killer. I don't see how I can survive chainsaws, and I don't see how I can survive like a. Am I like the room was full of cement? Like if the room yeah, was it was really going full crush of cement. Yeah, I'm gonna die, so I'm gonna go with the killer. It's either me or him. Okay, yeah. Destiny, which room is the safest? So we're getting just thrown in either one of those rooms, mm-hmm. and there's a blackout. Mm-hmm. Your chance of making it, like which you know, which one are you gonna send to? Why do decide? I? I feel like this answer is probably not even that hard. Okay, it's not. It really yeah, isn't. But what's up with the blackout, though? What answer are you choosing? You're on the right track. I don't know. Like, which one is the safest? You're you're definitely on the right track, though. I don't know. What's the safest room? I mean, it, it's your choice. Like, you gotta you gotta choose what. I mean, I don't know. I'm trying to rethink my shit now. But nah, it's like, too late. Yours locked in. I don't know. The blackout thing is just throwing me off. If you were to okay, pick. Can I just not go in the house? I don't want to go in there. <laughs> you got kidnapped. It's not like oh, you yeah. got <laughs> Oh, yeah. I got kidnapped. I got kidnapped by some serial killers. Mm-hmm. You have a choice between three rooms. I don't know. Just coming to pieces at this point. <laughs> Come here, pieces. I don't she, she know. Still didn't ask which room I'm was the just safest. Over it. <laughs> I guess the chainsaw was. I guess the chainsaw one. You're actually correct. <laughs> the chainsaw room because it's a blackout. There's no electricity, so they're not going to be on. So she actually yeah. got it right. 
This nigga chose the killer, the professional killer. When have you ever plugged the chainsaw in? Don't you use gas, nigga? No, do you plug chainsaws in, sir? No, you don't. There's you different don't. types of chainsaws. There is some you can plug in. Oh, but there is the gas. There's ones gas too. ones too. Like you ain't you ain't specified. So yeah, because when you're in the woods and you cut a tree down, there's definitely not no plugs. But if you're in the woods in a cabin, we all could die at the same time. I just, I just, give you, I just give you crap, you know. But hey, go there ahead. are gas chainsaws. There, they are. Yeah. I need the heating up button because I got the one right. You right. You know what you got? That's an air ball. It's okay. It's okay, though. Destiny. Up the scope. <laughs> uh, Up the scope. Oh, she want to hear it again? <laughs> I got you. I got you. Um, man, where can people find you? Thank you so much for coming through. Where can people find you? Their, uh, your Instagram, everything, and um, you know the art show coming up. Yeah, so y'all could find me on Instagram at D-E-S-T dot X-V-I-I. Um, Facebook, I guess you could add me on there too. Mm-hmm. Destiny Borges. And the art show? And the art show is actually going to be at Don P Agency. I don't know the address, but it's Don P Agency. Yeah. Follow me on Instagram and you'll see the flyer <laughs> You'll see it there. <laughs> you'll see the flyer there. For sure, my boy. Hey, Jimmy, where you going? Where can the people find you, man? Uh, my Instagram is a uh, dot pedigree a y e dot pedigree and dj underscore pedigree for Twitter. Yes, sir. You can follow your dramaticals, the Trey Nice. That's a nice one. On all social media at t h e t r e y n i c e. Make sure to follow the Nice Show page. It has been another great episode. Rainbow Audemars cause my bitch bisexual. You heard this? We the best Hard. I love it. Destiny, thank you so much for coming through. Episode sixty one. God did. And we're out. Rainbow, out of my bitch on big time. 24 hours security guard, bitch on big time. I got more than one man.